Hi, everyone. Welcome back. If you're new, welcome too. If you are returning, welcome back. If you are binging these episodes because you love this podcast so much and you just discovered it and so you're going like way back in the feed to listen to all of them, I see you. I've done that too. If you are um, checking out this random episode because it seemed interesting and you saw my Instagram post about it, um, I see you too. It's okay. Um, Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to How to Activism with me, Lila Eamon Lucas. This is your living, breathing, never-ending guide to teenage activism. Um, And... Oh, and before we get started, too, I just want to apologize for not uploading last weekend, week, week, weekend, um, last Sunday night, because I, um, it was mid, midterms, like, my school calls them mid-try, um, and I was exhausted, um, I'm getting to the point where school is just, like, (sighs) slapping me in the face, like, I guess it's kind of ridiculous to say, like, (laughs) it's like almost the end of October and like school's finally like really starting because like I wouldn't say that's true but like I don't know I'm really tired from school I'm getting to the point where I'm like I'm on the verge of like starting um a Thanksgiving break countdown (laughs) um just because I'm I'm tired anyway um yeah so I'm here and as I just said before um this right now when I'm uploading this is the middle slash end of October it's the 20th of October and um I just wanted to this week I wanted to focus on something specific that I actually know very little about like I feel like in the past some of the episodes I've chosen to talk about I have a lot of like personal anecdotes or like stories or like experiences I guess with and this one I don't so um this past Monday was indigenous people's day um in some states it's indigenous people's day um and it's just sort of ridiculous like I know everyone says it and it's like it's 2019 like we shouldn't have Columbus Day anymore but um, we do, and it's stupid, and beyond stupid, it's just completely, like, culturally insensitive, and just, like, atrocious, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so, while we wait on a, um, conservative senate and a conservative president, um, to change that, um, which, will never happen with, um, that party in power, um, we are going to, and just in general, like, wait on the government, because the government, ugh, (laughs) I know this is, like, literally a political podcast, and I'm, like, ucking the government, but anyway, yes, while we wait on a government that really just, like, won't, won't change it, um, I, and shout out to the states that have changed it. My state, too, has, it's, like, actually legally Indigenous Peoples Day. And so that's cool here. Um, but while we wait on it to become a federal holiday, um, there's a lot of things that 
we can do um or like ways that we can honor the holiday that aren't like honoring the oppressor but honoring the survivors and like the victims of the oppressed indigenous people who were here before Columbus sailed the ocean blue um yeah so this episode I really just wanted to focus on how to be an ally to indigenous people in the spirit of indigenous people's day just happening um so yeah let's let's hop right on in (laughs) okay so i just want to make a little disclaimer here before we hop on in um but i just want to say like as a white person i definitely like recognize my privilege while making this and um i really want to be as like intentional and intersectional um as i can while making this um yeah but i recognize my privilege as a white white person and um, i know that that will that's benefited me a lot and also like that might subconsciously inform the way that i create this episode though i really hope it doesn't so i did a lot of researching and um just like information digging um yeah and also before we go into this this is i'm planning on making a lot of um ally how to be an ally um episodes because i think that in a lot of ways like it's sort of this like weird invisible identity because like it's very easy to like say you're an ally and then not really do anything particularly but like think that you're an ally just because you're not doing something that's like counterintuitive I guess if that makes sense um yeah so I just want to say that being an ally is more than just like not saying the n-word like when it comes like as a white person like not saying the n-word when it like comes on in a song or whatever like and and yeah that's a different group allyship but in general like you know what I'm saying um but yeah um being an ally is like a forever evolving identity and so you have to constantly um learn about it and like stay interested I guess and like focused um but also like it's just, it's just so important, it's just so important, um, but it's also, like, it's very, like, undermined, like, it's just, it seems like, I guess, like, it seems weird to say, but, like, it's just not very cool to, like, be, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm gonna, like, read a book or, like, do research on, like, how to be an ally, like, you just sort of, like, I don't know, at least in my experience, like, some people, and even myself at certain points, I've just thought, like, you know, like, if I just don't be counterintuitive, then I am an ally, and, um, that's not true, and so it's important to, like, read up on things and and pay attention and yeah yeah so I wanted to make this episode to talk about that and being allies a forever evolving conversation I will be making many more episodes about it and I will be um I I'm forever learning about it too yeah so anyway let's let's actually hop in now (laughs) okay so why I am talking about this I sort of already touched on this in my little disclaimer and intro um but I saw this post it was like so 
it, it honestly just like shook me because I was just like wow I didn't even think of that but this person was just like you know like the next three holidays are just like really terrible for indigenous people because it goes basically Columbus Day Halloween and then Thanksgiving and I was like oh my god right like literally oh like yeah that is just ridiculous and it's like so stupidly like times like I feel like it just like shows America like in a true light when you're like here's this like marginalized group of people that are just like constantly discriminated against and then just like because of because of everything basically there's three holidays all in a row all within like a month they're like half a month and two months but they're all within like 30 days of each other that are just like one hit like one blow after another after another of like just against indigenous people I mean not as much Halloween but there's always cultural appropriation whatever anyway so that that post just like made me think a lot about kind of everything um and it was very interesting so why I'm making this episode I mean it isn't just because of that post but um it really touched me that it's like yeah like obviously indigenous people's day has already passed um but there's Halloween coming up in just a few days which even though it really does not need to be said you should not go as anyone else's identity as a costume um there are literally so many good costumes I was listening to this podcast and they were saying like (laughs) one funny like relevant costume idea would be like you could dress up as like a referee and but like wear like a tight like black skirt like this is for girls wear like a tight black skirt and or like femme presenting people but like yeah if you wear like a tight black skirt and then like a like white and black like striped shirt um you can like go as like the sexy whistleblower which I thought was really funny but anyway getting sidetracked um yeah don't don't dress up as anyone on Halloween dress up as fictional characters and relevant political jokes Okay, so I feel personally obligated to read the basic Marianne William, Miriam Webster, wow, what was I going to say? I was going to say Marianne Williams. Um, No, I feel kind of personally obligated to read the Marianne Webster dictionary definition of ally, just so... um, we're all just clear, you know? Um, but in the spirit of making this an interesting how to be an ally um episode and not just sort of a boring like blah 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 <laughs> Um, I'm going to do my best impersonation of um a British accent while reading it. Um just to make it spunky and uh exciting. Okay. Let's start. Um, the first def- the first few definitions are not exactly accurate. Okay, here's the one I'm gonna read. One that is associated with another as a helper, a person or group that provides assistance or support in an ongoing effort, activity, or struggle. <laughs> um, th- and then it's defined as a poli- a political ally. Maybe that was Australian. Oh my god. Oof. 
I feel like that's like gonna come back for me like 20 years from now and I'm running for president and someone's like look she did a terrible British accent they like put it in their conservative attack ads oh my gosh that'd be the funniest thing anyway um yeah so it's basically just like making an effort to do the right thing for a group of people that you're not part of um but that are oppressed and need your help that that would be my personal meaning or like personal definition um as I was saying before I've said this a couple times like being an ally isn't just like flipping a switch per se like it's an ongoing and like forever like forever needing maintenance maintenance I guess yeah so you can't just be like I did this one thing, I donated this, like, I volunteered here, whatever, and now I'm an ally, like, it's a forever and ongoing thing, so, yeah, don't ever just assume, like, just, just don't assume anything, (laughs) yeah. Okay, so, firstly, um, when you are amplifying or spotlighting an indigenous issue, slash, like, if you want to, like, spotlight the day like that sort of thing like when you are trying to draw attention to the issue always share materials and resources and and those things like include like posts or like story screenshots or like whatever you're doing just like always share them from indigenous people um there are a lot of very wonderful like (laughs) there there's just a lot of, like, mock, like, Instagram accounts. I, like, don't even know how to explain this. There's, like, a lot of feminist Instagram accounts. There's a lot of, like, I hate the GOP. There's a lot of just, like, there's just a lot of, like, what, there's a lot of progressive and a lot of, like, very thoughtful Instagram and Twitters out there. Um, but it's always better to share resources and information from the communities that you're talking about so um if you're going to share anything share share it from the community share it from an indigenous person that you follow or an indigenous organization or whatever you're doing share it from the source share it from the people um especially because like indigenous activists don't like in any way get the same recognition or like praise or like support support like financially or media wise or like press wise um they just like they're so or not to make a generalization but a lot of them are just underrepresented in like the activist bubble i guess yeah Um, so, just share them from those people, because that always leads to people clicking on the accounts, or clicking on the people, and following them, and thus, you are sharing information from the people who are being affected, and then also, you are, you're doing, like, the right thing, and you are getting them more followers, and more attention, which is exactly what they deserve. 
Okay, I think we can definitely all agree that there is a fine line between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Um, But there's also that area in between of, I guess, just ignorance and stupidity. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, there's definitely, like, that fine line between, like, when you think that you are part of the community or, like, you can be part of the community or doing things that make you seem like you're part of a community are okay even though, like, they're not. Okay, this is, like, this is getting, this is getting too vague. Um, yeah, so if you want to do something, like, volunteer for an indigenous community or go to a protest or a rally or do something that's, like, directly in the indigenous community or even just like if you want to like wear something on indigenous people's day or like thanksgiving or like uh, yeah whatever you wanted to do like don't think that like just because you're volunteering or like you are getting you're, like, helping them one-on-one, or, like, you're attending a ceremony, or, like, whatever you're doing, like, don't think that entitles you to, like, wear a headdress, or, like, any kind of, any, anything. It doesn't entitle you to do anything, and the best thing you can do as an ally, unless under specific situations, um, is never to, like, wear something that is very sacred, to a community to like show that you support them because it just devalues the item and also is extremely disrespectful um but yeah like always just like speak with your actions not how you dress um it seems sort of obvious but there's it's it's very important to just like always think of that line between not just like obviously like there's a line when you like cross cultural appropriation but like it is completely fine to appreciate a culture and really like it and want to learn about it or like go to a museum and like read or like read history or like look at um exhibits or like whatever you want to do or like volunteer like what whatever it is you want to do cultural appreciation is awesome and wonderful and if everyone had more cultural appreciation there wouldn't be a precedent right now running on the platform of making america great again or i guess keeping america great i whatever but um yeah it's so wonderful it's so important um but you by like appreciating a culture you're like walking up to the appropriation line but you're not like crossing it if you know what i'm saying and so and the, but even as you appreciate the culture like the line is always there and so it's very very important to not cross that line be very aware of what it would look like to cross the line what it looks like to appreciate a culture what it looks like to show that you appreciate a culture um because that is definitely definitely very important so as I said before like obviously there's certain things that are sort of 
like, mocked or, like, joked about as, like, so obviously, like, on Halloween, like, crossing the line, like, if you wanted to dress as an indigenous person, but then you just wore, like, this tiny little, like, dress that just, like, wasn't even accurate, and then you just wore, like, faux, like, I don't need, I don't even need to go into it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and then you wanted to wear, like, a headdress on top of it, and it was just, like, so inaccurate it like makes everyone you're around quake um there's very clear black and white like just don't do this like just don't do this doing that is okay doing this is not but there is definitely like I'll be the first to admit like there are some things where like I might have to look at and be like I'm not sure if that is appreciation or appropriation um and making certain things I guess like the first example that comes to my mind right now is like if you wanted to make some kind of like recipe or like food that was used in prayer is that appreciation or is it appropriation because you're taking this very sacred food and then you're just like making it for dinner I don't know there's like a lot of things I maybe I just like haven't thought thought through that I might just publish this episode and then be lying awake tonight um completely regretting that I put that on the internet because it seems obviously like one or the other I don't know honestly yeah that's the only example that's coming to my head right now but there are most certainly examples out there that like as a person who's not part of that community you just don't know if it's appropriation or appreciation um but there is one surefire guaranteed very very good way to figure it out and it's kind of the only way um and that is to ask an indigenous person like literally just ask consent um there is a little bit of a um, asterisk here um because and I feel like I don't even need to say this, but, like, it's not someone's responsibility to, like, help you or, like, educate you on their own community. So, like, don't just, like, cold DM someone um, who, like, don't just, like, go on Instagram and type up, like, indigenous person and then just, like, cold DM, like, the first person you see because it is not their responsibility to tell you whether or not you can wear something or whatever. Um, But if you... like, want to go to an event or, like, some kind of cultural, like, ceremony that, that you are invited to, um, maybe just, like, asking the person there, like, what, or, like, emailing or, like, calling ahead or whatever, and, like, asking, like, what is appropriate to wear, or, like, what are you expected to wear, like, for instance, like, sometimes if you go into certain places of worship, um, and it also, like, depends on like the sect of the religion um but some places like you're expected to cover your head or to wear certain clothes or to cover like your shoulders or whatever it is even if you aren't actually religious and like doing that isn't like appropriation of the religion it's just genuine respect um but yeah just ask like literally just ask like ask whether it's okay to do something, whether or not it's okay to attend an event, participate in a ceremony, wear something 
like for an everyday outfit um but never never just like obviously like don't just like randomly just like keep asking like can I wear this can I wear that can I do this like because that's just so time consuming and like exhausting and it's really like not their responsibility to help you and tell you but um but if you're in a situation where you know someone that you can ask or you're going to an event or some kind of party or something um and you can ask the person there um but and this is sort of a general rule if you don't think it's okay or if you have a gut feeling that it's like maybe not appropriate uh don't do it just like just don't do it like just just don't do it don't do it (laughs) okay the next part I want to emphasize is the overarching theme of self-awareness um but zooming in on like two specific parts of that I guess um first just be aware of all of the repercussions of your actions good or bad Um, And make sure that you are always doing no harm. So if you wanted to, I just like take the example of like if you wanted to as a white person or just as like a non-indigenous person in general, go and like protest with indigenous activists at Standing Rock. Um, Be aware of how you support them or like protest with them or, like, chant with them, or whether, like, you're standing in front of them, or, like, behind them if you're marching, or, you know, like, and, and that was, like, I guess a very specific example, um, but generally, like, if you want to get involved and volunteer or do something, like, just be so, so careful with everything you do, and make sure that everything you're doing is like appropriate with the community that you're not like doing anything that are like overly um just like domineering I guess or like subtly like trying to take control um because you're like stepping into their space and this issue is about them and so they should be held up and like amplified by you you shouldn't be like held up next to them I guess um but yeah and always just like re-examine your actions and pay attention to what's going on around you pay attention like if you try and do something like like if you're volunteering and you like move some stuff like from one place to another like guarantee that you're doing that like before you check with someone like before you do that I guess um just emphasis 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 on constantly re-examining your actions and paying attention and making sure you know what you're doing um and then the second part of that is just take when you mess up very seriously um it's like not a joke to like make offensive jokes um or just to like do hurtful things um because you're in someone else's space and you're there to try and help and when you mess up like it hurts I guess so 
examine yourself when you mess up and just try and think of like why did you do that like if it was a joke like did you hear someone else make that joke first like in a different setting and then you tried to amplify it in which case like maybe you should not reuse that friend's jokes or try and stand up to them next time and be like "Ooh, like I did not realize how not funny that was until I said it here um or if it's like wearing something just being like where did I learn that it was okay to wear this or like what taught me that and maybe I shouldn't listen to them anymore um but also realize like if you mess up multiple times or you keep messing up like there is most definitely a line and like a point where it is better for you to just step back and like step away and just like emphasis like I I keep saying this but it's so important is like you are a guest in their space um and you should never try to take up too much space never do anything for clout just just do what you can in a subordinate role to be as helpful as you can and respect boundaries like if there's a point where someone is like you are doing more harm here than good like don't get upset just realize like okay I need to re-examine and leave um or if someone's saying like you are doing a lot of like not great things but like it doesn't mean that I don't want to be your friend anymore that I don't want you here or like whatever is happening like really just use self-awareness step back and realize there is something really wrong with what I'm doing and I need to figure that out and change it as soon as possible Hi, editing Lila here. Um, just a couple of things I want to say on that segment as I'm re-listening. Um, first one is I talked about Standing Rock and like the Standing Rock protests as if they were currently happening. Um, I am very well aware that they are not. Um, I really have no idea why I just blatantly used the wrong tense, I guess. Um, yes, I, yes, English is my first and only language, and yes, I am, um, yes, I struggle to speak it sometimes, <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, and then also, like, the box moving example, I guess it's kind of funky, um, that sounded sort of weird when I said it out loud, but I hope it just communicated the general message that, like, everything you do, big and small, um, has repercussions, and just in general, like, pay attention to where you are and what you're doing and how your actions are showing how you feel about where you are, I guess, um, or how comfortable you feel, not, like, in a good comfortable way, but in a, yeah, anyway, well, I'm just sort of blabbering, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that. (laughs) And the final thing I want to leave you with is that you should never, ever, 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 ever enter a space with the expectation that you are a savior. You are not. Um, You're there to be an invisible supporter. Um, Not in the sense that you're, like, not doing anything, but in the sense that you are, like, behind the curtain, helping, helping the people who are on the front lines who are being affected. Um... So make sure that you are just always, always amplifying those people, always entering their spaces, like with consent, doing and dressing and talking appropriately and being just very thoughtful because, yeah, like you are really not there to save them. You are not there 
to join their fight, I guess. Like, you're there to help them in their fight. Like, it's not like your struggle is my struggle. Like, their struggle is their struggle, and you should be there to help them with their struggle. Um, and be mindful of how much work you're doing, too. This is a very invisible one, and I think this is, like, one where it's, like, you... This is, like, I guess the biggest one for people who, like, are just... Like, I guess you could define it as, like, woke or, like, very thoughtful um, because it's such a, like, invisible thing. Um, but realize, like, how much work you are doing if you are trying to put on some kind of event or some kind of thing of any kind. Um, think about, like, how much behind-the-scenes work you're doing. And, like, it might be okay for you to be doing a lot, um, but, I mean, okay, well, no, I take that back. Well, no, I think if you're doing a lot of, like, the dirty work or, like, things that, like, are not that great, like, it's totally fine. If you're just, if you're doing it, some kind of event that centers around indigenous people and, like, the rejection of, like, colonialization or support of them or whatever you're doing, just be very, very aware of the work that you're doing, how much work you're doing, what kind of work you're doing. The overarching theme, though, should be that you are never doing like, the public work, like, interviews, or, like, outreach, or press, um, because, A, it's an indigenous event, so, like, they should be the ones people are talking to, um, but B, like, the way that you might talk about things, even if, like, you don't mean to, or you, like, you are genuinely, like, so well-intentioned, like, it's just very possible that you could forget to say things, that you could say things wrong, you can leave things out, you can say things in a way that sounds weird or, I don't know, just isn't right. Um, and part of not being part of a marginalized community or not being part of a specific marginalized community is that you don't know everything about that identity. And so you have to assume that they know what they're talking about more because it's like their identity (laughs) um it's sort of like the term mansplaining um is like applicable to I guess like everything like white splaining and yeah like it's just there are just things that you just don't know just like I was having this conversation actually with some guys at my school and I was saying like yeah like I had this really hard weekend because I got catcalled, like, three times. And it was, like, I don't usually get catcalled that much, but, like, it just was, like, really frustrating. And they were, like, wow, like, I guess we just, like, hadn't even thought about, like, how often... Like, they were, like, I know that catcalling is bad, but I guess I never thought about, like, how often it happens. And that's, like, a really good example, I guess, of, like, a dude blind spot. Um, But there are just things that you don't know. There are things that you just haven't even thought about. And so always be mindful of the ratio of work that you're doing, the ratio of the work that you're talking about, and to sum it all up, like, who you are amplifying, who you are shouting out, who you are spotlighting, and who you are um, drawing attention to when you make statements. Okay, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review down below. I know everyone says it, but it is so easy. You just go, you just tap on the stars. You just tap on like the fifth star. It gives it five stars. Leave a review if you want. Leave it anonymously. Leave it 
not anonymously, like, go off, but, like, hopefully positively, um, and please support this show, please take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your Instagram story, send it to a friend, send it to a group chat, do whatever, but please support me, um, support this show, I'm linking my socials down below, and, um, yeah, please also amplify this episode because Indigenous People's Day has already passed, but Halloween is coming up, Thanksgiving is coming up, Thanksgiving is flat out just the most disgusting origin, and it's so important to stay woke on that. Um, Yeah, so stay questioning, stay alert, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!